0: Paco! Paco! Subtle kick!
1: Big guy! Big guy! Double kick! Five... Four... Three... Two... One... Player one! Ready? Go! Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Player One here on Sin. I'm Connor, joined alongside by my good pals Eleni, Harry and Nathan. Um, Harry, it's good to see that you're back. Michael Transactions tried to take you, but you are still here and thank you, good sir.
2: Now, he tends to do that a fair bit, you know, I know. mostly from the uh, unpaid taxes, but... Uh... Managed to avoid those once again, and we're back for some more. He's been tax dodging for so
1: long now. It's great. Well, if there's one thing that we don't dodge here at Player One, it's where you can find all of our amazing content. Go check us out in the podcast realm at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Omni. If they don't have us, they're not a good podcast platform. Um, And as well, go check us out in the social medias, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the TikToks. And if a social media platform doesn't have Player One, they're not a good social media platform. And as well... Check out the podcast feeds because we've got a whole bunch of stuff. I did a whole bunch of stuff. I talked about Crash Bandicoot. I talked about Popeye. Who remembers Popeye? No one in our generation does. I remember him, but that's about it. He has a terrible game that came out. I reviewed that. Um, but as well, um, we, do, we, we must stress the world is a very stressful place, but um, recent world events have caused a lot of stress in people, both um, emotionally and, in some cases, financially. Um, if you are struggling in any way, shape or form, go check out Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800, and as well, Q Life at 1800 184 527.
0: We're going to go into the news. So, at the Pwcc March Premiere Auction: A 1999 Charizard Pokemon card just sold for a record-breaking 420,000. Nice, <laughs> the most a Charizard has ever sold for, and the third highest for any Pokemon card of all time.
2: Yeah. Uh, it kind of just makes me want to break into that person's house and just bend the card, not still. <laughs> not stealing, do, just bend the card. You horrible man! Oh, just because it would be, be a bit of a goof.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> Gran Turismo 7 players are in a war against the game which has seen them grinding for in-game currency as rewards were nerfed in a recent update the game also has Sony's lowest Metacritic user score as of the 20th of March um, Sony, um, I thought you would have learned from EA, don't do shit like this, please
3: Yeah, we will, we will be discussing this a bit later on but they've, they've screwed the pooch on this one I think
0: Yeah. Um, A full PC port of Zelda Ocarina of Time is now available online for download with 60fps and twin-stick cameras. The unofficial port allows for custom models, audio, texture packs, as well as um, Linux and Mac support, which I think is really cool. Just uh, don't tell them we sent you.
2: (laughs) Big day. Big, huge day for Linux users. All five of them must be over the moon. (laughs)
0: Okay. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is looking to be a not only beautiful yet haunting release, but also an incredible and interesting game. Kane. I am Kane.
2: I um, haven't heard anything about this. Which one's I'm assuming it's a horror game going on? It's off like an I'm action
1: reading. horror game based in Tokyo. It looks it looks Wait, dope. was that
2: the trailer one where there was just people just disappeared out yes. of nowhere? That's the oh, one. Oh wow, that's that trailer came out one. like what two years ago. I have yes. vague memories of that. No, actually, Nathan, out, tell
1: me what is cd Project Red doing?
0: Yeah, this is this is actually like really, like this is really exciting to me. But um CG Project Red is planning on making a new Witcher game. So that's just oh, I'll, I, I'll like, toss a coin when it releases.
3: Like I, exactly. I actually
0: hope that song is in the game. I really hope that song is in the game.
3: Oh, it better be, but yes, another another news topic we'll be discussing later on, so stay tuned.
0: Yes. Uh, Tekken Bloodlines trailer has dropped, and you can take a look at the next Netflix show that will soon be. The show has been revealed to be an anime series with some kind of noticeable 3D inter- animation integrated with the 2 D aesthetics. So, um, I guess that's alright. I think We've talked about previously about how I think there are a bit too many game TV shows. Just make games. Don't make too many TV shows. <laughs> um, game preservation has once again been brought into the limelight as thousands of games are now unavailable to the public and archivists with the shutting off of the 3DS and Wii U digital stores. With so many games lost to time, preserving them has become even more important. Yeah nintendo isn't too good for uh like preservation of games are they
2: really no I, I feel like nintendo loves uh you know i hear they're very good with music if you ever want to uh you know upload music from nintendo onto youtube go ahead <laughs> nothing oh. will happen i can ass- <laughs> i can absolutely 100 percent assure you
0: um that 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 is sarcasm people just yeah giant sarcasm sign <laughs> Uh, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, a new up and coming Ghostbusters game, has been announced as a multiplayer experience. So I'm not sure how that'll work, but hopefully it'll be good. Um, new Halo series teaser reveals that the show has nothing to do with the games. And, like, I think they said they haven't even played the games. And yeah,
2: like, I saw that they're like, <laughs> Are we talking about this later? Because I, I would love to just absolutely rip into this
3: i'm yeah, still I, I, optimistic I, folks i'm still optimistic <laughs> <laughs> um, you know
2: i've like, never touched I, the halo games but i sort of caught a vibe from a poster and i'm pretty sure it's the same thing guys it's gonna be great don't worry about it
0: yeah i think it's a bit silly not taking the games into account at all like you can make sure you're not repeating the same stories but you have to at least know the law and know like how the games play and What we want from
3: them even worse to admit this why would you admit this like a week before (laughs) the show is getting released that is just (laughs) i don't know marketing no no (laughs) in my mind
0: yeah it's oh it's just crazy
2: Uh, Um, i will give them credit at least they have said it and it hasn't just come out and there's nothing about it then they've gone oh yeah we didn't know anything about it beforehand." at least they're saying now but then why are you even doing it if you haven't like why you have all of these games? All of this law that you could use, and just like, yeah, you know, we're just uh, we know he's in like that giant suit. Let's uh, let's just do that, yeah, yeah. He's the Halo man. I love him.
0: A prototype for the original Pong video game system has sold for two hundred and seventy thousand US dollars on a recent auction.
1: Talk about video um, game history,
0: yeah, and that's that's a lot of money. <laughs> um. Yeah, so who wants to take the new releases?
1: Well, Harry, tell us how we're going to spend our money.
2: Well, I could do that as well. And, uh, well, we've got some new releases coming out for just all over the place. Uh, the first one up is actually an absolute banger. Crusader Kings 3. Uh, if you wanted to absolutely just completely destroy a bloodline and uh, do some very, well what I would say, not ideal things with your family, uh, then you would love this game. PS5, Xbox Series, S and X. That's coming out March 29th. We've got In Nightmare on the PS4 coming out March 29th. Only the PS4, which is uh, kind of surprising. Uh, WRC10, which I believe is, I think it's a world, uh, World World Rally Championship. The rally was in my head. So that one is coming out on the 29th. That is for the Switch. And And it's also only in in the US. US. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, if you guys are hearing this, congratulations. You can't buy that. (laughs) You must be all so happy. Uh, The Death Stranding Director's Cut for PC is coming out March 30th. Any Death Stranding fans, I'm sure they are chomping at the bit to get at that one. Uh, Coroman for PC and Switch comes out March 31st. Fix Fox for PC comes out March 31st. Pirates of Gravitite gravitate i'm going to say that's correct that comes out for pc march 31st. first wow the pc is getting a lot of love this week weird west is coming out for pc ps4 and xbox one that is march 31st and then of course terrabane is our last one that is coming out on pc and switch and that will be april 1st and well we hope it's the right it is coming out then because of course april 1st is a bit of a comical day <laughs> yeah for a lot
0: of I, I kind of want to see um more about like the um the KFC um like <laughs> um console like oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: the that's, that's <laughs> was that the
2: PC one that was the cooked chicken because I, I mean yeah, that one would yeah be absolutely that,
3: fantastic and now some very exciting gaming news very exciting news for me because I'm a huge fan of The Witcher and CD Projekt Red have just announced that they will be continuing the franchise maybe not in the way people were expecting but still they've announced that a new Witcher game is in development um and this will be a partnership they will be undertaking with Epic Games so they've said that this will be a multi-year strategic partnership with Epic Game. exciting as well is that the game will be in the Unreal 5 engine which is a bit of a change from what we've seen but That's- I'm very excited that's going to be an interesting change.
1: I'm so, very, I'm very keen with that actually being an Unreal Engine five, five game because I don't think we've real like I think we've seen like a little bit of little snippets of how Unreal Engine five will look, but in the in the paint job of The Witcher, I'm very excited for this.
0: Um, me, um, I'm I'm fine with it being Unreal Engine five, but they really have to go with Epic.
1: Well, they do need to because Epic owns the Unreal Engine. It
2: would be pretty hard to make things on the Unreal Engine if you don't uh, go through. Yeah, if you don't own it,
3: (laughs) that would be an Uh, undertaking. True,
0: true, true. It's just I kind of prefer Steam. I'm I'm
1: a Steam boy. I, I do highly doubt that this will be like an Epic Games exclusive.
3: No, well that is one thing that they have come out and said that Oh, um, they've actually
1: said
2: no, two, it's not two, an Epic Games
3: two really important things um is that they have no intentions of making this an exclusive for anything so even just in terms of like a console exclusive they're not planning on doing anything like that at all and I guess the other big thing which I mean, they say that now, hopefully they keep their word, is there's no, there's not going to be any sort of crunch time pressure in terms of release yes, dates.
1: let's hope they keep their word. Which is it.
3: very important, especially with sort of big AAA games. You know, we've covered <laughs> this a lot on the show, the pressure that sometimes developers and anyone working on games feels. But I'm really excited. I think the interesting thing here is where's the the series going to go what direction i think the big thing at the moment is will siri be the protagonist will it be completely different to anything we've seen oh that would be that would be like that would be really interesting
0: but like also like it'd be kind of weird like not seeing geralt and like let's just
1: we've had three games with geralt so why not try something different hmm
3: I I definitely don't think it'll be Geralt's story at all. And they even said that sort of at the end of The Witcher 3. I think the interesting thing here is it could be a completely different story. I mean, even when they announced this, a lot of people have been looking into the medallion because it doesn't exactly look like a wolf medallion. The picture Hmm. that they um, released this news with, it looks like a School of the Cat medallion, which is interesting because maybe we'll get a story featuring a completely different Witcher and series of witches, which could be very cool.
0: Yeah, um, one thing, like, I think, like, a lot of The Witcher, it, it isn't really Geralt's story. I think, like, The Witcher is really Ciri's story a lot of the time. At least that's how I see it sometimes.
3: Definitely, and especially in the books, I would argue that she's the main character. I think Geralt's, you know, sort of the the eyes that we view the story through, but I think it's always her story. So I would love to get an adult story, you know game or just one that follows her life I really enjoyed playing as her in the third game I thought her gameplay was really unique so it'd be cool to see them build upon that but I actually think it's going to be a completely different story you know it might even be set in a universe that doesn't take place in the same time that we had the previous games take place it could be something a lot earlier which would be really cool I'd love to sort of get like a witcher origin story or you know play as a witcher that was maybe one of the first witches to to be developed, that would be really cool. But Harry, do you do you care much about this? Are you excited at all?
2: Ah, uh, I mean, I don't mind The Witcher, you know, the old Skyrim, a few open world games. It's not really something I usually go out of my way to play a lot of. But when I do, I usually do enjoy myself. I'm just surprised they didn't use the engine that they made for Cyberpunk because I mean, that went so well. I'm. So, it's just bizarre to me that they wouldn't use it again.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can all tell um, Harry's style of com- comedy, can't we?
2: Oh no! I'm very deadly serious, Nathan. My, you know, you know me.
1: My hope is that we get like a nice little Henry Cavill, uh, Henry Cavill skin.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Oh, We'd mind an old Henry Cavill T pose. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> just, just a town full of them. Well, so I, I listening- hate to say this,
3: but um. Part of me feels like they're making this game because Cyberpunk flopped. Like, do you guys think about that? <laughs> at all, that, that maybe they had no intention of bringing this series back, but now He's... they're like, we kind of have to bring in the big guns again. I'm sorry, yeah.
2: But did they're probably Cyberpunk they? Pro- really I don't flop? know if it uh did. Well, yeah. Cyberpunk, I don't know if it flopped, but they definitely right. need um. What was it? I'd say to? They need a good reaffirm, reputation boost. Yeah, reputation boost. That'd be the one. Cause yeah. The amount of people that pre-ordered Cyberpunk, like the money they would have made off that alone. I yeah, like they, I think they
1: made their money. Like, I think they made their money back on the whole game within the first week.
3: And I guess but, the, um, like
0: the game kind of like it wasn't very polished.
3: No, no. But the good thing is, say they um, were to you know make money. a new a new Witcher game, at least they would know that Henry Cavill, who obviously plays Geralt in the show, it would became... probably would probably play the game. Unlike when. You know that that <laughs> drama where they asked Keanu Reeves if he played the game, and he was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I haven't. <laughs> I've watched people play it, even though they had stated that he had played it." That was one of my favorite moments of all time recently. Beautiful,
1: beautiful. Now, uh, Harry, the Harry Potter game, the the open world one, which is being uh, published by Warner Brothers, they did have a state of play from PlayStation. Now, I am not a Harry Potter fan. Um, and it really took a lot of hard work to find one. Um, but I did find one in Eleni who watched the state of play in great detail. Eleni, please break this down for me, frame by frame.
3: Well, before I start, I would like to say that I'm pretty sure like Harry Potter is one of the highest grossing book series of all time. So saying that it's hard to find a fan is a bit of a reach. Maybe here at Player One it is. But luckily, I'm, I'm here to, to discuss the state of play because this game. It looks absolutely fantastic. Almost too good to be true, I think. Hopefully, Touchwood, when it gets released, it is as polished as it looks because the state of play gave us lots of gameplay footage. Essentially, the game is set way back way in the 1800s of Hogwarts, and you will be playing as a fifth year, so you get to completely customize your own character, even down to the awesome fact of getting to choose which house you're a part of, which is... Very exciting! I already know I will, of course, pick Gryffindor. But
0: um, yeah, um, I will too. But that doesn't stop me from calling you vanilla, you you vanilla lover.
3: Well, oh. I've, I've done the sort. I've done like the <laughs> oh. Sorting Hat quiz, and I get Gryffindor. If I if I got anything else, I would obviously be true to my personality. Damn. Maybe I'll play as a Slytherin. Um, I think Nathan is a Slytherin, given that little cheeky comment oh. there.
2: <laughs> Another um, of my Hufflepuff gamers at.
3: Yeah, puff for the win. But um, what is amazing about this game is, you know, from the, the, the gameplay footage we got, you get to completely explore um, Hogwarts. You know, the developers and designers spoke in forensic detail about having hidden doors, having, you know, the material from the books and the film sort of interwoven into the design so that, you know, people who love the movies will see similar, you know, designs, whereas people who love the books will also see places that, never touched on in the movies uh some other cool things you know you get to actually attend classes you know they go through in the in the footage you actually get to create charms and potions and you get to duel against other um uh classmates which is really exciting so i'm i'm super keen for this game it looks like the open world sort of rpg harry potter game that fans have been dying for i know off air we were sort of talking about the the early games of the original playstation harry do you think it'll live up to the the beauty of those games
2: uh no i mean they're very uh you know fantastic games that have aged superbly well but <laughs> i mean look i i read all the harry potter books i watched all the movies i enjoyed it when it was uh as it was i haven't particularly touched any of the i think it's the magical beasts ones they've got at the moment i'm pretty sure the movie for that's coming out in the next few weeks as well. So. I mean, it, it, they've got a lot of material they can work with here, like an open RPG for Harry Potter. just It just makes sense. Like, it's a match made in heaven, really. I think that the game, look, from what it, I've seen of it and from the State of play stuff that they showed uh, the other day, I think it should do well uh, as long as they, you know, just stick to the core stuff and, you know, just make it fun. I think that would be the main thing. Yeah. I think the what only you- worry I have with oh, these sorry. ones is they tend to get tedious. After it's like, you know, you've got the, the excitement to begin with. Oh, wow. You know, you're in the Harry Potter University doing all this stuff. And then usually with a lot of this stuff, it then just turns into a sort of a grind the more you get through it. So you're trying to push through these other story bits and it's not particularly worth it. But uh, yeah looks good. So hopefully, you know, whoever does um, play it and who buys it, enjoys it.
0: So, Eleni, what do you think your um kind of build is going to be? And also, do you think there's going to be the room of requirement
3: yeah I'm they I'm pretty sure that it definitely will be in the in the game in terms of my build I don't know that's the thing I was really excited about the idea of you know being like a duelist and like I would be there battling my other classmates but you know things like potions just sound so much fun I really like the the variety that this game might offer uh and I think Harry Potter fans are really going to be geeking out I know i I sent this to one of my friends when I saw the state of play, who doesn't play video games at all. And I told her, I was like, you know, I, I know you don't play games, but this is the game for you. And she texted me back and was like, this looks amazing. I'm so excited, which is a really cool thing. I think, you know, it, it has the chance to bring in fans of, you know, the, the Harry Potter franchise into modern gaming, which is a, a really cool idea. But before we go, Connor, you know, wh- what do you think? I feel like you're, probably the least enthusiastic about this one
1: i will put on the talking hat and it'll say go back to london because you're a terrible wizard
2: (laughs) i don't know if i think we really forgive you for saying the talking hat
3: (laughs) I know. Like, T- tell me your I'm you're not a the b-
2: biggest sorry part of fan here, but even I just went, "Nah, that's just not good enough, mate." Come
0: <laughs> on. This is Brian Wecht,
1: and you're listening to Player One on Sin. Now, Sony—they're at it again. They're spending then dollar-dollar bills, but not in a traditional sense. Instead of buying a games company, well, it is a games company, but in reality. They're buying the former head of Stadia Games. So listen, that Stadia bell is alive and ringing. Um, But no, in all seriousness, uh, they're acquiring uh, Jade Raymond's Studios, Haven Entertainment Studios, uh, a fairly new company that launched back in 2021. Um, This to me is a very different hire because they are more so spending the money on the person, rather than the studio themselves to... This is going to be very much a person who will lead projects um, in the future for PlayStation games.
0: Yeah, one thing I can't understand, though, like, you know, Microsoft is, does this big buyout and buys Activision Blizzard, and Sony kind of get, comes back at them by buying Bungie and this Hayden Interactive, or whatever it's called. Like, I, I don't really... Like, it doesn't really seem like Sony's really thinking that well, I guess.
1: I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say that, Harry, you're about to, I think you're about to drop something on us.
2: Uh, I was going to say it's more of them being forced into buying studios yeah, because I of just how much Xbox have taken out of pretty much the market share with the studios they have, whether or not they actually make good games out of them really to them probably doesn't matter as much as just being able to pump out more content than what mm. Sony can actually do. So, and at some point Xbox will actually, you know, have a very, very good run where it's all just banging video games. Uh I mean, it happened. It did happen with the Xbox 360 when it first started off and then they decided, and mm, we're going to really just go in all in the connect because this is where the video game industry is going. And that fell in <laughs> yeah. his face, but <laughs> Eventually, yeah, if you buy enough things, you're eventually going to find some sort of gold. And Xbox have got enough money. or oh, well, Microsoft, in this instance, have got enough money to do so.
1: And as well, Sony, Sony do have the money to do so. But I think they're being a lot more frugal than um, than Microsoft will be. Yeah.
0: But I'm and very... also, yeah, you, you have to remember that like Sony is a much smaller company than Microsoft.
3: Yeah, of course just to jump in though but i actually think that this is a really big acquisition i mean maybe it's not an
1: interesting one
3: to the scale of what we've seen from microsoft but to give a bit of context to jade raymond's i guess resume um you know she was one of the um founders of ubisoft toronto and originally actually worked on the first assassin's creed game and you know regardless of your opinions on the series, there's no denying that that's a giant franchise in the gaming space that has gone on to make however many games it has. Um, And when this acquisition was announced, Raymond herself shared that her team was looking to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves and find community, which is lovely messaging in, in my mind. Um, And then from this, it was confirmed that they would be working on a new IP that would then be exclusive to PlayStation. So, I think this yeah, I th- acquisition has a lot of promise and depending on what the actual project is, it could be a, a big new IP that's exclusive to PlayStation.
0: Um, I think I saw on um, the article, on an IGN article, that was a AAA um, multiplayer game. I, I don't know anything else about it though.
3: Yeah, well, I think it's a interesting thing. And as you were saying, Harry, I think it's this weird kind of phase we're at at the moment where basically, you know, every week we're just hearing this kind of acquisition war going on between Microsoft and Sony, but none of these sort of games that are being promised or I guess franchises that are really being spoken about are being released yet. So I think all of this that's happening will really take effect in two or three years time when we see, you know, for example, something like Bethesda, when we see all of their their games and content being dropped you know will that really shift the tide in in terms of people leaning towards xbox consoles will an acquisition like this and whatever they produce lead people to be invested in in playstation it's it's a tricky one uh but are we are we excited about this news or is this simply just another case of biggest studio eating little studio it's an interesting it's an
1: interesting acquisition i'm very Given the pedigree, I am very interested to see what their talents are being used for.
0: Oh, but I thought you hated Assassin's Creed, Connor.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hate Assassin's Creed, but it doesn't mean I, I'm not interested in the studio's acquisition, given the talent. I, can <laughs> I hate Assassin's
0: yeah. Creed, but I'm not going to hate the people who made it. And now we're talking about which game has the best cooking mechanics or best cooking games... Um, so I'm going to start, um, I'm going to say, I really love cooking mama. Cooking mama is amazing. I also think that like, even though they're simple, the Minecraft cooking mechanics are kind of cool.
1: Who who remembers blasting up their Nintendo DS to play cooking mama?
3: Oh, absolutely. And there was, imagine happy cooking was another one as well. That was, uh. I remember in the most
1: recent Cooking Mama game there was a ru- there was a rumor where a Cooking Mama had been mining crypto. <laughs> Who remembers that one in the Cooking Mama <laughs> Cookstar? No, I think yeah, I, I must Yeah, that's right. Have they that got one.
2: pulled off because um, they realized that the software the people were actually like well, mining
1: That that part wasn't a- actually true.
2: It was completely false, but then someone like basically made that up and it just spread absolutely everywhere.
1: It's like, why not not Cooking Mama? (laughs) Like, Uh. but the whole reason itself was because the publisher was like, no, this game's crap, but the developer just released it anyway without the publisher's permission. (laughs) And then that turned into a whole like storm within itself.
2: It's like the, I still remember Cooking Mama, the one that always comes to mind for me because of just how bizarre it was. Uh, was the Peter edition one? Because I, I really remember this that Peter made like a, a oh, Cooking Mama okay. game. It's like where you just butcher dead animals, which is you know absolutely but fantastic. Peter a way always to... go
1: to the extremes like that. That's always been their sort of thing when it comes to video games. So don't take them seriously when it comes yeah. to when they want to make video games, because all they oh, do Peter, is just, just make so you people know, hate them more.
2: Just for you, just for you guys, Peter, I'm just going to, I'm going to have a nice juicy steak tomorrow. I'm just feeling like it's going to be absolutely beautiful. I'm sure.
3: Great. Um, Eleni, <laughs> what would, what, what game would you be cooking in? Well, uh, I mean, we we sort of had a bit of a nostalgia moment there talking about Cooking Mama, but one of my favorite recent cooking games is actually the Overcooked games. They are an absolute blast. I remember picking up the first one on my Nintendo Switch because I'd seen like a video of it and it looked like chaotic fun. And then I played it and it was even better than what I could have imagined. It also has a great soundtrack. My little sister and I would like blare the theme of that game while we were playing and then we would yell at each other because it was just always a hot mess but absolute fun and kind of how i experience cooking in real life in that i'm always stressing and yelling even over the simplest of dishes but another another cooking game that this might be a little bit a little bit niche or a lot of people might not have heard of this is um sushi go round i'm not sure if
2: Oh, that's re- unlocked, that has unlocked a hidden memory. Right? Oh I Lord. used to be a
3: big a big mini-clip fan back in the day, for anyone who remembers that website. Oh, and so that that a, okay.
2: I played so much of that back in the day. Yeah, and, and Sushi Go Round
3: was oh an absolute God, banger of a game. That game was probably one of my favourite cooking games, and still to this day, if I ever really feel like a nostalgic throwback, and I'm sure lots of you listening in, just like Harry, will probably have unlocked a memory because Sushi Go Around was an absolute banger back in the day.
0: Yeah. What was that other one? Papa Louis Pizzeria or something yeah. like that.
2: That's, something yeah. Like That's yeah, also a banger. Um, I remember that was a, like a platformer to begin with, and then it just spawned into ten million like. Pablo, he just owned every single business. We're talking smoothies, pizza, tacos. Hey, he's just, a, just everywhere. He's a
1: hospitality tycoon, and that's how he lives. And there's nothing wrong with Man that. Man went hog wild. Um, one okay, this one's gonna be a weird one. Okay, um, in the in Super Mario Party, specifically Super Mario Party, there's a mini game where you hold like a, a frying pan. And there's, like, a cube of steak and it goes into the pan and you got to, like, flip it using the Joy-Con to try and heat up every side of the cube of steak. Um, that was always fun because at the end it would have, like, it would actually have, like, a proper meal with, like, a side of asparagus and, um, like, some sort of gravy on it along just, like, next to the, to the meat itself. I always thought that was a fun one. Even though it's just a brief mini game, um, but in terms of actual cooking, um, I am this one was hard because I don't want to do the obvious answer, which obviously Breath of the Wild is the obvious answer here. But you know what? I actually kind of liked cooking in Skyrim. Granted, all you have mm-hmm. to do is just pick the ingredients, and you just it, there's no like you just do like an an, an, an idle animation and you cook. It's fine, um, but like. I cook some good stuff in that some apple pie, some sweet rolls.
3: You know, but I think mm. that's that they're both great examples of games that are so big but yet still have such cute, like an amazing mechanics. Like, yeah, Breath of the Wild, that cooking mechanic just took me by like such surprise because it was so much more fleshed out than it needed to be. Like I remember, you know, finding a recipe in Breath of the Wild and then being like, you need butter and wheat to create this dish. And I was like, I never thought in my life I'd be playing a Zelda game where I'd be speaking to like a Rito and they'd be telling me, hey, I need you to get some butter and wheat for me. I just thought it was amazing. Mm. And, you know, cooking games and cooking mechanics are such, you know, an important part of gaming. People love them. They're never going away. And we never want them to because we love them. They're wholesome. They're chaotic. They're fun. And, you know, we have a a deep love for them.
1: Now, okay, I got to talk
3: earlier last week. Earlier
1: last week, before the show came to air, one of my favorite studios and one of Eleni's favorite studios, Supermassive Games, dropped a trailer for an upcoming partnership with 2K Games with a completely brand new game that no one saw coming because we just thought they'd be doing the Dark Pictures Anthology. But no, they're coming out with basically... A spiritual successor to Until Dawn called The Quarry. Um, a trailer dropped. I do highly recommend checking it out. Um, first thing that I noticed, Lenny, is they have spent money on a cast.
3: Oh, yeah. It looks fantastic. I mean, I think one thing we, we've all come to expect from a supermassive game is a great cast. Um, obviously... You know we've, we've chatted about the games but this cast looks fantastic i mean just to name a few people that i'm super excited about ariel winter who people would know from modern family um is uh, who played alex is going to be um included in the game of course david arquette who you know is a big horror a horror icon from all the screen movies is going to be featured um the one that i'm most excited about and connor we were chatting off air Um, Brenda Song who you know any Disney Channel fan will know as London Tipton is going to be in the game and I think between this and Ashley Tisdale joining you know the Dark Pictures anthology I'm like what's going on here I'm just reliving all of my like Disney Channel just fantasies but in these like horror video games which is a odd experience to say the least.
1: Next game they're going to have the Sprouse twins as the main characters at this point but literally in this trailer What I'm very interested in is, so David Arquette seems to be playing some sort of, I would say, he's very familiar with the area and he's telling the people not to go outside at night. And now as as dumb teenagers, what do they do? They go outside at night. This is very reminiscent. This, This looks like it's going to be a cross between... The Hunger Games and Friday the 13th. Those are like the two comparisons that I had in my head because it appears that it's almost like a human is a deadly game kind of situation where a group of people who hunt people are hunting these teenagers and it, it also has that cheese of Friday the 13th, which Supermassive Games, if you've played Until Dawn, is full of cheese in the best way possible.
3: Yeah, and I think it's good that you bring up Until Dawn because obviously they've gone on to make, you know, more games. But I think people, what people have been saying and definitely what I gathered from this trailer is it does sort of seem like the closest thing we've gotten yet from them to a spiritual successor to to Until Dawn. Um, One thing that's really exciting, I think, is sort of the the, um, ability for options and variety in terms of how this game can play out. Director Will Biles told IGN, that each character will have 10 to 12 potential different deaths, which is Ooh. an amazing amount of variety given that, you know, in a game like Until Dawn, most characters sort of had three or four, I guess, narrative arcs in terms of the direction. Um, each player can have a really early death, which could then lead to the game, you know, only being about seven hours approximately in gameplay. But um, the director Biles does estimate that most playthroughs will last around 10 hours. So it's a solid experience. You know, these games which- are... I was Go ahead. Say, it does
1: feel quite long for a supermassive games game like mm. main story because i think until dawn was i think about five to six hours and the rest of the dark pictures anthology games have been hanging around that three to four hour mark so this it it's got a lot behind it. It's got the backing of 2K who are publishing this game. So obviously a huge amount of money and a huge amount of resources have gone
3: into this game. But what I love is we did not expect any of this. No not at all and what's even more exciting is it's got a release date of June 10th so it's coming out it's very very soon soon. it's not just a game that you know we're getting a trailer for and it's the classic you know release date to be confirmed it's like no this is getting released in like under six months which is so exciting and I'm sure Connor you and I will be will be back on the show dissecting the the narrative in forensic detail when it comes out.
1: Well, I'm just very curious as to how long this game has been in development. Seeming that, or given that um, Supermassive Games have been doing a yearly release with the Dark Pictures Anthology, so how much of the team has been split up doing that whilst also doing this? There's a lot of questions that I have about this game and the development of this game. But I'm beyond excited to play this. This is going to be one of my, this I this came out of nowhere and is for me one of the more exciting games to play this year for me.
3: Definitely. And um, I guess one other exciting note in terms of how far Supermassive have come is that um, this game is also scheduled to be played in co-op, so locally and online, which is a whole other dynamic that I'm super excited for. These games are obviously fun, but I think the, the beauty of playing through these types of horror games is sitting down with one of your mates or being on an online call with one of your mates and you know, having a bit of a panic together. So the idea of playing through a game like this completely in co-op sounds like you know an absolute gem of an experience mm-hmm.
1: a whole or how
2: memory.
1: about player one playthrough Ooh.
3: Well,
2: play
1: stay, one
3: play stay tuned, oh well stay tuned stay tuned listeners maybe something will will be in the works who knows yeah. and now folks you know we we love gaming we love awesome consoles we love sonic and we've just found a segment that pairs all of those beautiful things together because Anyone listening in, you've got the chance, folks. The chance to get your hands on a very exclusive console. That's right, folks. Um, Anyone who's got a Series S, you know, you've got to throw it out because there's a cooler design ready for you to purchase. Um, The Xbox Series S has a special limited edition Sonic the Hedgehog 2 design, you know, obviously in, in, in... appreciation of the the movie that's coming out um i know we've all got thoughts on this but anyone who hasn't seen the design if you're listening in just quickly check it out on your phone because you really need to get a visual a visual element to this to this design particularly particularly folks the um the controllers connor i know <laughs> i know you're a big fan of the controllers please give us the oh rundown. my god yes yes
1: if you it, listen if you google this because you will need to because i don't think our words can do it justice but if i had shag carpeting these controllers would match it um freaking hell we have we have furry controllers we have a red one and it's this comes with two controllers so you're already getting value for your money well not you're not spending anything it's a competition but they're furry controllers like they're actual like Red and blue fur from, from Sonic and Knuckles. I'm like, I saw this. And I'm like, wh- what and how? And wh- like, why can't I have it with me right now?
3: And just to um, really give you a snapshot of what they were going for here, um, this is a direct quote from Microsoft, um, and they described the controllers as textured coatings reminiscent of the bristly texture of hedgehogs in the wild. So that's a direct quote <laughs> from Microsoft folks. This is what this is what we're working with here. This is the sort of genius behind. They, they
2: really weren't all in. They did
3: the 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 pitch meeting for this one would have been a beauty to be a part of. I think. <laughs> I the seven loved-
2: systems of solar, and we brought it all together to make this fur controller. And also, every time I keep hearing you you say "furry controller," and there is a completely <laughs> different definition for "furry" <laughs> as well. So to clarify, no, these controllers are not in fursuits. They may be played from someone who, who's wearing a fursuit who's using the furry controller. Now, that would be a combo of sorts, I'd imagine, to see, but uh, it's not that. Now, no. I, you, I have seen them, though, with a just. And we were discussing this as well on the when we were chatting earlier, was that how would you clean it? I <laughs> yeah. suggested vacuuming it to get the crumbs out, but it, I don't think it would go very well uh, with the back of Doritos uh, sitting next to it. I
1: would say get the, um, the old Glen, Glen 20 floor wipes. And just um, disinfect it, um, but I got to say as well, actually. But besides the controllers, the console itself actually I do think looks quite nice. Like they've got the they've got uh, Sonic and Knuckles on the front of the console. So if you're standing it upwards, hor- if you're standing it up horizontally, um, or sorry, vertically rather. You'll have a picture of Sonic and Knuckles, and then on top of that, I'm looking at it on my phone as we're talking. There's a gold ring around the um, the fan and air vent of the Xbox Series S to represent the ring. So I I like the
3: design of that, and it's an all black console, so that's cool. I like it. Yeah, look, it's something, isn't it? Um, I think the what's what really kind of stood out to me seeing. These fur covered controllers is it really made me realize that it's never happened before. Like, as far as I can tell, we've never really had because obviously we see lots of you know customized consoles. This happens quite often if movies come out or if games come out, we get a special edition of a console. But I've never really, I don't know if you guys can think of anything, but I've never really seen anyone try to put fur on a controller. And I think there's a good reason for that. But I guess time will tell if this is going to be a new. A new trend in the in the gaming controller market.
1: Like, I want to see how far, like, companies can take this, just for the stupidity of it. Like, I think we've reached a
3: bar with this. I kind of wish that they'd put fur on the whole console. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I, would really- <laughs> be, I would be very scared of the heating vents there. But, Connor, I feel like you're really keen. You've, you've entered the competition, I've, haven't I've you? I've
1: entered the sweepstakes. I've entered the sweepstakes to potentially win a Sonic Xbox Series S. And if I do um, this, our Player One audience will be the first to know, and <laughs> and that's a guarantee people. And it's going to look pretty cool for summer by Demi Lovato. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Harry, Eleni and Nathan.
3: Hi, I'm Elmza
1: and you're listening to your Player One on Sin Now, because I won the quiz last week as usual, um, I get to host this week's quiz. Oh, Eleni, you're you, you already... See, listen, you tried to put a conspiracy against me and you know what? I won. So now I get to host the quiz.
3: And I'm a bit sad because I really enjoyed Max as Quizmaster last week, but I guess you're back in, in the position of power. That's okay. Well, I'm ready yeah. to bring it. So let's do this. All mm. right, fantastic. Now I want to test everyone's buzzes.
0: Uh, Nathan.
2: Harry.
1: And Eleni. Fantastic. All right. Now, jumping into it, question one. What were the five sports featured in Wii Sports?
3: Eleni. Oh, Eleni, right out of the gate. What we got? Tennis, boxing, baseball, Mm -hmm. bowling, and
1: golf. You are correct. That is one point to Eleni straight off the bat here. Now let me ask this is an open-ended question so everyone can answer in their own unique way um what sport has mario not competed in now specifically we're not counting the mario and sonic at the olympic games so i want to make that very clear so that's that's cancelled out quite a few harry yeah harry what you got uh
2: well actually this is a big one Uh, afl
1: yeah, there we go. That's that's one for you, Harry. I'd love to see Mario. I would love, like, a...
2: yeah, out on the MCG, what, just kick a few what snags. Team,
1: what team would Mario be playing for? Uh,
2: well, I, well, I'd say Carlton because that is the most Italian-supported club in the <laughs> AFL. I feel like that would make sense. <laughs> True. He and would be Also, Nathan. as a Carlton the... supporter, I would love to have Mario. Right he'd be the We captain, can take all the help get him.
1: He'd be the captain of
0: Carlton
1: side. <laughs> Nathan. Nathan, what you got?
0: I'm going to say shot put.
1: Good, good one, there, Nathan. That's a point for you and
3: Aleni. Eleni, uh, I'm gonna say discus.
1: All right, everyone gets a point. Well done. Um, personally, I would have gone with a corf ball If anyone's played that before, um, it's it's kind of like bask. It's kind of like a basketball with a mix of netball. It's pretty much just. It it's pretty it's pretty dumb. It's kind of boring, to be honest with you. But um, I have but- said Quidditch. I would not have given that since that is a fictional sport. Um, I mean, people do play it
0: in real life.
1: They do, yes, they do, but that's, it's not a recognized sport. Um, <laughs> question three. What is the highest selling Mario Party game? Harry? Harry, what you got?
2: I'm actually not to this one. I'm going to say Mario Cut 4 because that's just like in between everything.
1: So, so, so Mario Party 4?
2: Yeah, we'll go with 4. Right all
1: right, interesting. Nathan, did you did you throw your hat in then? No. Okay.
3: Eleni, your your the gears in your head are turning. Oh, they're not really because I'm going. I don't even. I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to confess something. Um, I'm not a huge Mario Party fan actually. That's okay. Um, um take um, a guess. All right, I'm going to say number three. All right. And Nathan. Um, I'm going to say
1: number two. Um, well, you're all wrong. It's Super Mario Party on the Nintendo Switch.
2: <laughs> you know, okay. that that makes sense because yeah. just...
1: Uh, fun fun fact. Um, th- this is the highest selling one by a huge margin. What came second place was Mario Party on the Nintendo DS. Oh, mm. lovely. Yeah, yeah. Something interesting.
2: Love um, the DS.
1: Oh, is does? this a
0: Mario themed quiz?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I won't comment any further. Um, and <laughs> question four, name both Crash Bandicoot Party
0: games. Um, Nathan? Nathan, what you got? I think it was Whiz Bang Boom and Blast. Okay. Okay.
1: Eleni or Harry? Uh,
2: what was it? The Crash Bandicoot?
1: Party games.
2: Oh my god! I, like I, I, remember the one for the DS because I had that, and it was. And gone. you had a sad childhood. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, the sad thing is that was pretty much the only Crash Bandicoot game that I had, except, <laughs> except the sad. original that, that one on the PlayStation. Heart. Like the- <laughs> that
1: Breaks my heart.
2: Look, I was playing real football on the Nintendo DS, yelling into the inbuilt microphone to try and overturn yellow cards. So my style of game was probably—I don't know why I even had that game to be honest. All right, Fantastic. Harry, what you,
3: what you got? Let me hear.
2: I—I—I had nothing. I genuinely cannot remember the name of it. Um. All right. Well,
3: yeah, we're... I got nothing. I was more of a—I went for quality crash games rather than the the dance. So I got nothing in, here. In sorry. Fairness.
1: In fairness, you are you are correct, Eleni, in both of these are complete duds. Um, we have crash bash and crash boom bang. Aww. So, Nathan, you were you were nearly half right, but I'm still not going to give you a point. And we're into the second half of the quiz. Uh, just to break down the scores for you, Eleni, you are sitting on at two. And Harry and Nathan, you are sitting at one apiece. Now, question five, another open-ended question. And... Bonus points if you have a funny story. Um, Why was the Wii wrist strap important?
3: Eleni. Nathan. Eleni, I heard you first. Okay. um, And I will be getting the bonus points because I have an absolute banger of a story. But um, I think the big thing that we all probably experienced, especially with something like Wii Sports, was making sure that that controller stayed secure and didn't fly out of anyone's hands. Um, And I guess I learned this the hard way because I had... Which was a horrible, horrible game. Um, Virtua Tennis, two thousand and nine, maybe. And um, we bought the the limited edition, which came with like tennis racket accessories that you could attach onto the, that, that the did absolutely nothing. It did nothing. So it, they were attached onto the the Joy Cons. Um, one of my cousins came over to play. Didn't have the the wrist strap on. Went to swing, hit me straight in the face. Um, and I wish I could show the, the photo. Unfortunately, we're just on the radio, but I had a giant lump on my face for about two weeks, had to go to school. Um, and it was not a, not a pretty look for me, but I learned that one the hard way, that you make sure that stays attached or you get hit in the face. Well, uh, at, Eleni. Least, at least it didn't fly into
1: your TV. Well, True. Nathan, we'll get to that. Eleni, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to give you, for your pain and suffering, you're going to get two points for that. That was great story. Nathan, Thanks. what was your story?
0: I don't have a story, but um, ah, okay. I was just going to say, just so they don't go flying off and flying into people's TVs because yes, apparently they flew, they flew into lots of
2: people's TVs. Uh,
1: yes, I, absolutely.
2: Uh, may have a story. Just a
1: All right, so, Harry, I, I want to hear your story because this will give you points.
2: So mine was, uh, so we just just gotten the Wii basically and this was uh, very early on. You know, we we all just started sort of playing Wii Sports. My father came in to try it for the first time, and I think we were playing, like, Wii Tennis with him or something. Now, I didn't put the strap on, and I was, you know, I was getting into playing, playing tennis against my father on the Wii Sports. You know, we have got a bit of competition going, and the controller, well, the remote slipped out of my hand and hit him in the side of the head, and he... So he did the very Farley thing where he just he kept it all in. He was very close to well, actually, pretty sure, pretty sure he swore. I wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have been surprised if he did. But he walked out and he never touched the wee again. Never touched it again. One and done. He was like, well, "That's yeah. enough for me."
1: Well, Harry, that's um, why you put the wee a,
2: strap on, ladies and gentlemen. Well,
1: Harry, that's a that's a tremendous story because you've managed to turn someone into a non-gamer. Um, I'm going to give you two points for that because uh, you know what? that's good stuff, Harry. You're on three. Eleni, you're on four, and Nathan, um, I'm on one. Since you didn't have a funny story um you will still be on one point so i love that nice little bit of a story time from the player one crew about our time with the Wii. i have a funny one um yeah i accidentally broke a window because um i didn't have it and it slipped out of my hand so
2: it's solid and, and, and it. the
1: worst part was i was playing game party for the wii um <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, that, that's the one where you want to be throwing it around for as well.
1: Oh yeah, I was playing um I was playing uh sh- I was shooting hoops. Um but question six True or false? Did Konami release a Silent Hill horror game uh based off a hide and seek mechanic where survivors had to escape Pyramid Head? Nathan. Nathan, what you got?
0: True. Okay,
1: Eleni. False and Harry.
2: I'm gonna go false with that one as well. Aleni well,
1: Eleni and Eleni and Harry, you would both be correct. It is not true at all. Konami would not Part have the, the, creativity to the do anything like that at all. Um, Eleni, you have moved up to I I'm gonna I'm gonna say six points because I've lost count. But and Harry, <laughs> you've moved up to four. And Nathan, you are still on one. Um you would believe Konami's hype if they did try to release it. Um, <laughs> now name the ge- question 7. Name the game series that had an interesting crossover with Metal Gear Solid 3.
3: Um Eleni. Eleni, what you got? I think it's obvious. Um it's Bubsy, right? <sighs> Good call. Good choice. Good
1: choice. Um, Harry or Nathan?
2: Uh, I'm gonna say Garfield car.
1: Ooh, another <laughs> great choice.
0: I'm, I'm gonna say Street Fighter.
1: Well, I, I will I, I got I gotta give you some props to Eleni and Harry. You picked a you you picked a great you, you were on the right track with animals, um, Ape Escape, uh, where they had a special little mode called Measle Gear Solid
2: where oh you played.
1: God where you played a snake as one of the apes
2: that actually just came back to me as well what that was like ah. Oh, if go. i actually thought for half a second instead of just you know say <laughs> going to Cart- the tried and true maybe garfield. it would have it. Oh.
1: hey garfield card is a tried and true answer um but our final question now let's be honest here eleni's already taken this but let's just give it a shot anyway true or false in crash bash Is Spyro an unlockable character via cheat code? Nathan? Nathan, what you got?
0: I'm going to say it's false.
1: Okay. Eleni? I'm
3: going to say it's false. And Harry?
2: Well, you know, I was saying I was going with the crowd last. This time we'll go against the crowd. I'm going to say true for this one.
1: Oh, well, Harry, you're dead wrong. Eleni and Nathan, you're both correct. (laughs) though fun fact though there was a demo for Spyro 3 Um, in that game you had to put in a little cheat code that's what I thought I remember
3: I was like this is I feel like this is a trick question because I feel like you know, it's like a half truth almost
1: yeah yeah exactly. you were onto it Eleni and Eleni you have won the quiz you get to write next week's quiz and I will beat it and I will take that crown back
2: hello this is Howard Scott Warshaw I created Yar's Revenge, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the ET video games for Atari way back when. And I just want you to know that you are not only listening, but you are enjoying Player One on Sin. Go on, enjoy it.
3: And now, folks, it's that time of the evening, that time where we say goodbye. But of course, if you want to check us out on any of the socials, stay up to date on what we've got going. Just head to at player1sin on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We've got cool content there. Any news coming up, it's all there for you to check out. So stay tuned. We're on YouTube, player1 on YouTube. We've just got an awesome YouTube interview up with Twitch streamer Elmza. That is, of course, also on the podcast realm. So if you just want to hear our lovely voices, tune into some lovely podcast editions of the radio shows. If you've missed any of them, Just head to App Player One Sin on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. It's all there, ready for you to tune into. Now, of course, as I said, we've got great content coming up, but we'll be back live on air next Monday, so stay tuned for that. But before we wrap up, folks, any final words? Connor, what do you want to say to our lovely listeners?
1: Yeah, yeah. um, Listen, Bubsy's a thing. Go play it. It's a good time. You'll you'll really get to love and appreciate it as much as I do.
3: Of course, wouldn't wouldn't be a, a player one edition with Connor without some form of Bubsy being being brought up. But Harry, what would you like to say?
2: Oh, I mean, there's so many things I could say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Strong
3: and, words. And Nathan, what what are your final words for everyone?
0: Uh, I'm gonna do a shameless plug. Uh, check out my YouTube channel at. Uh, it's uh, Hertz Place, H U R T Z P L A Y Z. I just uploaded some videos. So, yeah.
3: Lovely. Check out that cool content. Check out our awesome content at Player One. But for everyone tuning in right now, we'll see you and hear you next week and enjoy the rest of your week. Catches. You.